This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Basically, guys, ladies and gents, boys and girls, when you see the man wearing, or the boy, or, or whoever it is, wearing the half and half scarf, <laughs> that is what I grew up to know as the weirdo. Penalty! That is a massive decision! I'm with Gianfranco Zola. I feel that Knockout is looking for this penalty. Penalty, penalty, penalty. And welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin. Bonjour, I'm Carl. How you doing then, mate? You alright? I'm living the dream, mate. Yourself, you good? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Now, you may have noticed, if you are a regular listener, we now have new opening titles. Uh, we both thought it was time for a bit of an update, so I sat down and knocked out a tune. Hopefully you like those. We've also got uh, some new profile images as well. I thought they needed updating too, so if you try... Oh, I've got to be honest, Justin, I think you're a bit wasted, to be fair. I think you're uh, you should be all sat night. here doing a, <laughs> doing a podcast with little old me. You should be out there uh, making some money. Making doing this some stuff. money. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. If anybody else wants their music written for their podcast, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you if you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's all new. Uh, so if you are looking for the old image, um, that's gone. There's a new image now. Um, don't forget as well, you can follow us on our social media channels. We are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, and we are on Instagram as well. So uh, follow us on there and join in. We normally post a few things every day. Um, so it's always nice to know what your thoughts are on what we do. It's always good to get some feedback as well. So, Absolutely. So we've had the Chris Stark podcast that's been released. That was Brilliant, of course. We had some technical difficulties on that one, didn't we? It was um, we had a bit of a dodgy connection sometimes. So, well, well it, it, I mean, he was sat in his garden, and as somebody pointed out today, it was like something from a horror film with with the birds. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of birds chirping. The... I think he must. Yeah, have there a was bird table. Yeah, so it, it's yeah. I don't know if he was like some sort of bird charmer or something, but yeah, it was. It, yeah. I thought he was at London Zoo at one point. He's in like the parrot. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does. It, it, it was very uh, chirpy in the background, I have to say. But but honestly and truthfully, it was um, it was a really good insight. And and he's a proper Watford supporter, isn't he? You know, like you me and tell, you. Yeah. And and yeah. I I know he's um, dare we say it, I know he's famous. But um, but yeah, really really good to speak to him and uh, a real insight into his life. And and anybody that listens to the questions, proper Watford questions. I mean, for instance, the one four two or the three two one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always the three two one for me because that was the one that got me back to where I yeah, used to live. I that's that's what I was expecting. I was expecting any real uh, any anybody really from Watford is is the three two one. And uh, sorry, I'm really sorry about the background noise there. But um, <laughs> do I have you to bleep that? Do I need to bleep? Yeah. No, <laughs> we'll cut um, we'll cut I, just just for anybody listening, I'm actually recording. Um, for anybody that's been listening to this podcast for some time, I, I do own a pub uh, in in Northwood. It's called the Gate, and I'm I'm currently recording. I'm currently recording from there at the moment. So uh, we've we've got people turning up left, right, and centre. Basically, long story short, we're trying to get people back into working for a living and uh and, and being in the pub <laughs> environment again so uh, there's a few staff kicking around there might also be a few beers kicking around so uh oh. yeah apologies for that so you didn't invite me down i'd have helped if you want something i could help i know you. well no no you wouldn't have helped with the staff and you would have helped with the beer yeah it, yeah of course got, uh, yeah of course. yeah yeah we've we've got stock issues as it is mate unfortunately oh, <laughs> we, we try we're trying to keep them to a minimum yeah you got you got me lurking around and i'm like a great white shark where it's compared to beer so <laughs> Um, I must also apologise to uh, the Pidge, uh, who um, took pictures oh. at the <laughs> at the semi-final. Now, Brilliant. let me just explain. I, I first was made aware of Pidge uh, only about sort of six, eight months ago. And uh, it was actually Luther Blissett said to me, do you know Pidge? And I said, no, I don't know Pidge. And he said, look him up. And then I saw this guy with a massive Mohican. And I thought, I sat behind this guy at the FA Cup oh. semi-finals. Uh, when we played yeah. Wolves. So <clears throat> I dug out my pictures and there, sure enough, there was this Mohican in every single one of my pictures. Anyway, he must have been going through his because it's been two years since we went to Wembley. Uh, and he did a panoramic <laughs> of the crowd. Brilliant. And I pulled that face Brilliant. I always pull when I know someone's taken a picture of me. I must be in pictures all over the world. <laughs> I remember doing this outside. Oh, what's that museum in St. Petersburg? I can't remember what it's called now. Um, someone remember, but it's a very, very famous museum in St. Petersburg, Russia. There was people taking pictures everywhere and I was putting that face. They must have got home and gone, who is that? Anyway, so Pidge has gone who through his that? pictures yeah. and he's noticed me uh, pulling a face. So apologies for that, Pidge. Uh, <laughs> That was me doing that. Anybody, anybody that doesn't know Pidge, though, he's got the biggest Mohican going, so you, you can't miss him, home or away. He's just like, yeah, probably he's probably the most recognisable Watford fan that I can think of. Yeah, it stands proud, doesn't it? It certainly stands yeah, proud. Yeah, it does. So. Fair play to the boy. So, so apologies for that, Pidge. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your picture there. Before we get into... I think you made it, Justin. <laughs> you made his picture. <laughs> I think maybe I did. Before we uh, get into uh, the fixture that's coming up and talk about the Reading game as well, uh, we do have three quite special names lined up uh, for future mm. podcasts. The next guest that we have on is Marlon King, and we're talking to him yeah. at the weekend. So if you've got any questions for Marlon, send them in to us, and we'll put the best ones to him. And then you've managed to line up two rather special guests as well. Well, I've done all right here, haven't I? I mean, I, I always pride myself on my work, and uh, we've got, well, quite frankly, I mean, we don't like to overuse the words le- legends, but... 
Uh, Nigel Gibbs, yep, without a doubt, yeah, legend. Oh. Um, so we've lined up Nigel Gibbs. So really looking forward to that. Um, a, a player that I, I was privileged to see, and also from from outside, of, I'm quite interested in his work outside of Watford as well. He, you know, he's worked with some some fantastic managers, and, and what all that's about as well. So really looking forward to that one, uh, and also the, the one that I'm still pinching myself to actually believe that we've managed to achieve this. Um, Alman Abdi. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. Well, he was Alman Abdi. He was in your top five players of all time, Alman Abdi. I remember Mate, you saying. I am. I'm absolutely over the moon. To I, I can't even tell, listen. Me and you text each other, don't we? Oh, I've got such such yeah. and such. You know, even yeah. J J Demerit back then, we were like, oh, J Demerit. <laughs> you know, but I was just like, yeah. it's like a kid in the sweet shop. So, like, Alman Abdi, come on. I mean. Recently at Watford as well. Yeah. You know, recent history yeah, he's, uh, most in, recent in the Premier League player. years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so so really looking forward to that and and, and uh, really want to get everyone's feedback and questions about that. And I, I think that could be a very, very busy podcast with, uh, with punters' questions. And uh, obviously, when we do punters' questions in this uh, podcast, there will be a slight pause while I play the jingle, which I've written for you, <laughs> which goes, punters' questions. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it's well, the all new that. Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. It's completely different to one, you know, even a month ago. It's, it's all new. The it looks all like new. We're professional. It does. It, it looks, looks like, like we're professional. We've hit our stride. So, um... That's it, yeah. Downhill from here. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So the Reading match then uh, on Friday. We haven't had very many mm. Saturday three o'clock kickoffs, have we, this season? I don't think there's been hardly no. any. Um, no, that's that's the punishment you get when you're you know at the top of the table. I think, isn't it? You you, you don't get the three o'clock kickoffs, and it's all it's either Sundays or the, the games move around left, right, and centre. Yeah, the Luton game, which we're we're, we're obviously going to speak about later, has been moved, but for other reasons. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it, it's um, it's hard because you're you're looking at the other teams at this stage of the season, aren't you? Mm. You're looking at everyone else mm. to drop points and. Mm. To, and their games are at three o'clock, and then you're either the early game, yeah. so the expectation is for you to win, yeah. or you're the late game, and yeah. then you're like, oh, God, we really have to win. I'd much we have to in win. that scenario, I prefer going first, actually, because otherwise yeah, you, you feel like you're first, playing catch-up a little bit. Yeah, you've got to go first. Yeah, of course. Definitely. Mm. No, uh, I'd agree. I'd agree. So uh, the Reading game, um, yeah, it wasn't much of a game. I mean, it was two very, very good goals from Saar, uh, absolutely brilliant mm. goals taken within a couple of minutes of each other early doors of the game and then after that it was a bit flat although I thought there were some standout performances uh, Sanchez I think is looking like a very yeah. good signing yeah. um, he really looks as though he's slotted into the team very very nicely I wonder whether he's going to be see he must be in competition position wise with Dan Gosling isn't he are they not similar midfielders yeah certainly players that break up play defensive minded players yeah, I guess Dan Gosling, I don't, I don't know, when he signed, did they ever talk about the fact that they, he was going to be competing with, I don't know, but I, I don't yeah, know. I, I, they're um, very similar. I, I'd agree with that, absolutely. Yeah, but if, I mean, neither of them have been bad signings at all, Dan Gosling. No, no, and it's, ground running. It, it's, about, it's, a, it's about squad depth, isn't it, at this stage of the season? And yeah, if, you've got, um, if you've got injuries and, and players aren't 100% fit, it's always that worry about bringing players... Into the into roles that are, are going to kind of carry on that momentum, and um, mm. and I think we've got two players there that in the centre of midfield we haven't got any worries, have we? No, uh, oh, no. no, 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 no. We're we're looking quite strongly. Obviously, got cleverly to come back as well. Um, Absolutely, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just thought yeah. Sanchez. I mean, he actually had quite a good shot as well. I thought I was going to go in. I thought that. Is yeah, good. he's. 
he's solid, isn't he? And that's the that's the thing I like about me. He, he's solid. He he sits in that midfield. He's he's like a brick wall. Breaks up the play. Um, does the basics. And I, I said to this, I said this to you before. He, he does the basics really, really well. Again. For, throughout the season, not not just this stage, but that's what you want. You want someone to do the basics yeah. really well. Yeah, not yeah. you know, just pass the ball to that guy there. And you know, you've had we've had times in this season where silly balls, and I, I think João Pedro was guilty of it. You know, just giving silly balls away, even uh, Chalaba hmm. uh, at was. the early stage of the season, yeah, really definitely. silly balls away. Yeah, yeah and just yeah, put yeah. us on the back foot, and hmm. and he kind of gets the he gets the ball at his feet, and you you just relax. I know, I know, it's going to be okay. He's yeah. going to no, distribute I'll... it fine. It's going to be all right. I agree. I agree. He just looks like a really nice, steady influence in the midfield. So yeah, it's great. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. On, on the game though, Justin, I think I, I think it's worth a mention that that Reading, you know, take nothing away from them. They're a really good side. You know, they, they gave they us beat a us game. season. Yeah, they hit the post yeah, as well. And they, they did. And and on another day, on another day, it's a different result that game. But yeah. I think. Credit, credit again where it's due. Uh, we saw the game out. We we defended really well. We we you know we we took our goals really well. So overall, you you got to look at the game as, as a as a, a real real positive going into the run of games that we've got coming up. Um, yeah, and and there's some big games in that in that. There group. are. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, no no more than and and Saturday is is for me a massive game, and I know it's. Not just who it is, but what it is. Yeah, it's fallen at the right time, that isn't it, or the wrong time? Yeah, whichever way you look at it. I mean, well, whichever way you look at it, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, and I've seen this mentioned elsewhere, and I've said it as well. A full Kenilworth Road would create an atmosphere that would be quite difficult to play in. Uh, they would be yeah. well up for spoiling our party, and there would be some. The crowd would make a massive difference in terms of uh, temperament, I think. But because we're playing this in a empty stadium. Um, I'm, mm. you know, I don't want to, don't want to, you know, preempt things, but that should make life a bit easier for us, really. No, completely agree. Completely agree. I think um, it's a different, a different game altogether. It's, it's a derby game, which I felt the one at Vicarage Road, although we won, you know, it's a one 0 Were the players aware of? what it meant to the fans fully probably not no this time round, are we aware of it because of the manager because of how involved on social media he is is he does he have that at the, the back of his mind i think a little bit maybe yeah. but yeah. but i think it really does play into watford's hands this game i think the, the fact that we haven't got as you've just said we haven't got a full kenilworth road we haven't got the the all the stuff that goes with a derby game Mm. going into this yeah. um, I think it's huge and I think honestly the, the, how I sit here talking to you now I'm really really confident going to Kenilworth Road and I think we're going to get a positive result I do I mean you, you've only really got to look at our form It's there's been one draw and how many wins in the last how yeah. many games I mean anything anything less than 8-0 I'm going, to probably get on well, well, I'm going to get on Twitter and probably kick off. That depends no, if we're four 0 up at half time and he tells him to take oh, the foot mate. off the gas. But it's <laughs> you know it's just going to be a, a victory at Kenilworth Road. Any, any victory at Kenilworth Road is obviously it, it it is what it is because it, because of the game it is. But but this time of the season, uh, in what we're trying to achieve as a, as a club, mm. it doesn't matter. Just no. going to win one nil. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I, you know see the game out comfortably no injuries no red cards anything like that just see the game out let it go and then there's another big game to to follow up with it very very soon so yeah yeah i mean obviously i'm looking forward to it and um obviously 
yeah, you know, I'm going to be watching it because um, it, it's just one that you have to watch, isn't it? It's not a game that you want to miss. It's one that you. Uh... Somebody asked me to ask you a question, actually. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? Depends what it is. <laughs> okay. Well, this is right because we haven't spoken about this, no, so I'm going to ask you. Um, no. What do you think of Luton? <laughs> ah. <laughs> you think of Luton? Thank you. That's all right. We hate Luton. We hate Luton. We hate Luton. <laughs> we hate Luton. <laughs> There's one that we don't get to see very much these days. Ah, the show. There we are. I was thinking there about songs go. for uh, the manager, and the only one that springs to mind is uh, X I S C O. That's the only one I can think of. And we haven't even had a chance to sing well, it to him. Yeah. Uh, He's a guy that you just. Re- oh, I'm so desperate to get to get in the ground and and be with him and be with the players. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be. Um, yeah. It's going to be good. And you know, a couple of people have said to me, "Well, is he going to be in the Premiership? Is he going to be?" Well, look, you know, let's not worry about that yet. Let's <sighs> let's just do let's just do our part here and and. Uh, I'm you, sure. You I'm sure if we mad. get promotion, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie, and I, I put this out in the podcast. I know there's enough people out there now that listen to this podcast that I can say this quite comfortably, and it will get about, and you know, it it will it will do the it will do the routine, and everyone will get to hear it. That if we get promoted, I promise you, I will meet each and every one of you at the pond at the top of town <laughs> with my swimming trunks oh no uh and my snorkel yeah well uh, justin justin will be there probably not well, no well, i'll be doing the same. facebook justin live will... i'll be filming it yeah yeah <laughs> it'll be have going out a, live on our got, page uh, have, you, have you got a hawaiian shirt that you can bring I've maybe got many a little hawaiian bit shirts yeah yeah many of them mate many so maybe them. yeah a hawaiian shirt some shorts and flip-flops yeah um and we'll you know we'll, we'll take a few tins up there sit on the steps and we'll we'll you know, we'll do what we can within yeah. the, 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 the the law of the land, shall we say. Even the mayor's talking about cleaning that pond out, isn't he? He's hey, I dro- right. Honestly, I, I rode past, me and my wife are a regular um, cyclist at the moment because we have the time to do so, go through the town centre. There was a man in the pond clearing it out. There was all algae on the side. Fantastic. They know what's happening. They know it's going to happen. Fantastic, Yes. Because that'll be the first time that we've been in it since it's been revamped, won't it? Or was there yeah. an occasion maybe? Yeah, it was never any steps. It was like, <laughs> yeah, just, ju- just jump in and I like, hope there's no shopping trolleys or gla- or broken glass in there or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would hope that's been cleared out. That might be what they were doing. So, yeah. yeah they, we'll they, were, meet. they were down there. We'll meet at the pond on we'll what, meet at the, the pond. final right, game that, of the season, is it? Is it the that final... is a promise. Yeah, is it the final I'll game of the season the fl- that this is uh, scheduled for? Yes, yes. Okay. Against against Swansea. So um, yeah, so get clear your diaries. We'll we'll go up there. Um, I'll bring a four pack. We can share it between five hundred of us. <laughs> yeah, it's very generous of you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's such a generous soul, isn't he? Set, One sip says each. the publican. Says the publican. Yeah, I'm going to get four warm tins of Fosters. You can have a sip each. Yeah, what a what a host. Bring it up with you. <laughs> So this week's punters questions. There's a few. So it's, again, as always, guys, thank you so much for uh, for putting these in. There's there's a there's a good few here. So we've cho- we, we've chosen a few to get going with. First one up is Fabrizio. Now I know Fab. I used to work with Fab. I don't know if this is one of those that Fab's put a question on one of the Facebook pages. I don't know, actually know if Fab knows it's me. <laughs> right, does the podcast, but I know Fab and I used to work with him. So uh, right, okay. Uh, 
Fabrizio is actually... Who is this Carl that keeps talking? Is that the question? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There can't be many. But Fabrizio is a a technician. He works for Ferrari now. Oh, well, um, as As I did. Yeah, yeah. So good tech. So if you ever need your um, your Ferrari fixing, I guess Fab's the man for it. That's very unlikely. uh, (laughs) It's really good with windows. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's a few around Northwood, but I don't know about yeah. West Watford. No, anyway, no, we'll no. see. But um, Fab's question is: Will Cisco be in charge next season in the Premier League? Didn't Lufa? He did say he doesn't have the correct qualifications to coach in the Premier League. Now, as I understand it, Fab, correct me if I'm wrong here, Justin. The situation currently is that he is doing his badges and hopefully, fingers crossed, will complete them by the end of this season or during the close season. So if we were successful into the Premier League, there are no plans, as far as I understand, Mm. to get rid of the current manager. Well, you would be very, very silly if we get promoted. I mean, I know we did it with Jukanovic and I still can't quite get my head around. Either his demands were completely unreasonable salary-wise or... Something happened with him, but you would be very, very silly to get rid of Zisco um, if mm. he gets us up because he's just brought spirit and fire to the team. Uh, and I think his stats speak for themselves, as as few as they are. You know, there's not we can't judge him on a whole season, or but on certainly on what he's produced in the six months up. To, well, was it December? The four months till now, mm. I, I can't yeah. complain, mate. I think he's been fantastic. So you'd be very, very silly to say goodbye to him and offer the job to somebody else. I imagine they've, <laughs> knowing them, they've already got someone lined up. <laughs> you know, yeah, there'd be some just, somebody yeah. waiting in a very expensive car, probably a Ferrari, ready yeah, to get out. Exactly. Yeah, to, someone else to come be- and take over. But no, no. I hope. Look, from from a personal point of view, I think the guy and and being somebody that quite openly underestimated him. And I'll, and I'll be honest about that. Yeah, I did. well, we did. We never um, heard of him. It was a yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, was, it was. It was this yeah. bloke. You know. So uh, I, I, I put my hands up, and I, I fully hope and expect him to be our manager next season when we're playing in the Premier League. Here, here. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Here, here. Right. I'm going to do this slightly differently because um, David Lavender, who is a, a good friend of the podcast, has put a question on quite early doors, and it's a question very close to my heart. So I want to save that for last. So okay. I'm, I'm yep, going to yep. skip over a few. But um, Chris Bell, um, should referees be told to book players straight away for gobbing off to any of the officials? I'd like to see a stronger refereeing similar to the rugby. Also, somehow we have to stop all the play acting and faking injury. It's ruining the game. Now, Chris, if I if I can... Uh, interject there I, I think what you're you're sort of alluding to is um next season when we're in the premier league confidence here about var oh. now var is a system that potentially could work really well in in the premier league could potentially work really well the way it's being used at the moment is a is a blight and quite frankly i'm going to use the word and it's a strong word cancer on football because yeah. it's ruining the game for for the fans. It's ruining the game for, for people at home at, at TV. And you, you've just mentioned it there, rugby. Rugby is a game that's been going on for a similar time to football. So the way it's evolved and, and, and built up over the years is, is similar to football. But somehow, somehow we find ourselves at a situation where rugby now has a more superior refereeing system um, evolved in its game because you can hear, from a TV point of view, you can hear a referee's debate with with the third official you can hear yeah. what their conversation is about you can hear how they're coming to that situation and thus 
creating a better overall situation yeah. for the viewer, you know. And in and in, in the grounds, there's a couple of situations. To, and again, I'll go back to rugby. I'm not a massive egg-chasing fan. I, I don't particularly like rugby. Um, but what I do like is the fact that when you're in the grounds, you can, you can choose to spend roughly a tenner, give or take, mm. and you get an earpiece mm. and you put it in your, in your ear and you can sit there with your beer in the stand, which again is a very civilized. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Very civilized, but you can hear a referee's decision during the, the live game. So mm. to keep updated, but if you don't want to, if you don't want to pay that tenner or that's above and beyond what you want to spend on a match day, you can look at the big screen and it's all explained in clear, plain, basic English mm. what's happening. And it's something that VAR and football just have not I got think, at the moment. I, it is a. Oh. I think what a lot of this goes back to is that football fans have got a terrible reputation. And I think that, um, you know, with the drinking in the stands, you know, that would never be allowed because of the terrible reputation of football fans. And also, if something controversial was to happen and it was put up on a screen, you know, would football fans be able to control themselves from rioting or tearing the place up or whatever? I mean, it's, I, that's why I think a lot of these things are kept clandestine and secret, and they're not. Um, we're not. We're not in the nineteen eighties now. Though, no, I we? totally agree it's with you. Not, but it's, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not Doug like writing a book about football hooligans. You, you know, no, we're not. We're not there anymore. No, we're not there anymore. But I think that that's. I mean, that, the, the, the drinking of the beer thing, and you have to not be able to see the pitch. That I get that, to, and it, no, I get that. Ignore that. Uh, that was just me as a, as a passing comment saying no, but, you can drink your beer in a stand because it but, is. But, but why shouldn't you be allowed to do that at a football match? No, I agree. But it's because I, I'm football not, fans. I'm not overly have, bothered about that. No, but I think football fans have got an unfair reputation for being troublemaking, you know, whatever. And I just think that it's it's kind of we can't let football it, fans see these decisions because they won't react to it well and there will be problems. Yeah, but the worst the worst thing that happens is during a game is that the referee puts a decision up on the big screen, right? If it's running how how we want it to run hmm. and they don't agree with it, the away fans or the home fans, depending on which way it's gone, will go the referees are or, yeah, I totally agree. or you need your bleep there. Yeah, or, yeah, well, we'll put the bleep or there'll be some at the There'll be some outburst about you know what what what's gone on, but it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not going to be right. It's just going to be exp- no, at least but, but then. There's, there's all this thing like when it says checking red card sometimes, and you go, well, what incident yeah, are they like bloody we're referring standing to? There for five minutes, going checking a red card. But you what might not they, even know what, what they're referring doing? to, Carl, unless you're watching it on the TV and when you've got the benefit of replays and you can go, oh, it's that, was it? That's what they're checking. But when you're in the stadium, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it says checking yeah. red card. You think what? Technology now in the grounds, especially at Vickers Road, and I use Vickers Road as an example, not not. A big Premier League ground at all, but the screen technology and the, the the video quality that you can get on those big screens, you can replay. Mm. You can replay it mm. over and over again, and you can see what the referee's looking at, and then straight away the fans in the ground know what the referee's looking at, yeah. and they can go as he's looking at it. They can go boo, or they can go yeah, yeah. But or, will they just go boo? Yeah, but will they? Know, or will or they what, riot? That's the thing. I think there's a fa- they feeling. won't riot. No, there's, there's a feeling in the, in the English so what, game. So what's the, the problem? So what is the why? Why are we treated in such a sort of way? Why can't we see these because these decisions? Because we're because we're football fans. And we we football and I'm probably the prime example of that. Justin is football. Wherever you go, wherever I go, beer follows, alcohol follows, and it's always that that 
kind of and and listen look at me people have made money on the basis of and i use uh dougie uh, brimson as as a uh, i use dougie brimson as a an example he's written books based off the fact yeah, films that football well. has yeah, yeah, or has had yeah has, yeah has had and films yeah. has had a a history of violence and, and so forth but we're not there anymore we're not that culture anymore you know it's like draw a line in the sand move I, on I football has moved on i agree but i know no, you do and i know you're you're being devil's advocate this week it well was i have no i just <laughs> i just i just wonder why you know it, we haven't moved on a little bit and we haven't re- do you, revisited do you this. go do you go and watch watford do you walk into a pub and i've i've seen you in pubs so i know this isn't true but <laughs> do you walk into a pub and do you start Singing, take your shirt off and start singing Royal Britannia, Britannia Rules Away. No, at the top of your voice with your tattoos hanging out. No, uh, never fr- done that. Much. No, you don't. No, no you're quite civilized. You're, you're a very educated person. You're more educated than me. You're all the brains behind this outfit. And <laughs> right, and but but me and you can share a platform where we're both football fans mm. and get on. Yeah, I agree. So so, but you know, the, 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 I think a lot of this goes back to tragedies like the Heysel Stadium thing in the mid eighties, oh, of and, course, and that of sort course. of stuff. And, and the, come on, that's thirty five, whatever it is, years ago now. Let's let's I know, update but, but, this a but, bit. But again, it was it, yeah, it is, and you know, Hillsborough and and all the all the other things that have gone on, horrendous tragedies in, in, in football. But that that's not what is on debate at the moment. What's on debate at the moment is the fact that the FA or whoever it is, the Premier League, are allowing substandard refereeing to ruin yes, but, the enjoyment of the game. But that's what's happening now. They're just rely, relying on VAR. So refs aren't really making a decision. They're just uh, relying on VAR. me and you might as well referee because all we need is one of these, an earpiece yeah, in our ear yeah. and somebody in a studio 100 miles away going, that's a red card. He hasn't got to make that decision. He hasn't got to be involved. He hasn't got to care about the situation he's in. And that's wrong. Oh, I agree. That's I, not what I think refereeing what's, what's worse is, is about. with yeah. VAR, though, is these ridiculous offside decisions by a stud. Uh, or, you know, I've got a, a pubic. I've got a pubic hair offside. No, <laughs> yeah. sorry, no goal. It's just ridiculous. Taking out my shorts. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's it's just taking it's all the fun out. I of can't. It. I, I can't deal with it. Listen, if you're if you're an attacking team and they've got to look at it where you are a you know a beard hair yeah. offside, hmm. surely common sense then goes right. Okay, we need to in, bring in the common sense rule and go. Boop. Common sense says they're the attacking team. They get the priority or whatever you want to call well, it. Yeah. Because it is a it is a it is a gnat's hair yes. on side offside. You know, if it's an arm, yeah. Okay, there's a, there's a debate, yeah. and that's fine. I don't mind a debate about it or or a, a, a chat. But when it's you know his shoelace is offside, come yeah. on, it's ridiculous. Jesus, what there are we a, doing anyway? That well, there's that, a second part that to that question. Really long. It did. There's a second part to that though. If I may, it was talking about taking injury. Right. So did you hear what Troy Deeney was saying about um, you know managers and even to an extent referees? say go down if you're getting pushed because it, this goes no, back I didn't. to the I didn't hear that. so this goes back to the Tottenham United match where McTominay pushed Son and he sort of went down like he'd been shot Son tried to grab McTominay and I think he just kind of literally brushed him aside and it was given as a foul and I think there was a I think there was a goal that wasn't allowed because of it and Troy Deeney saying on Talk Sport actually we're told by our managers you know if there's any contact go down because if you stay strong um, and you sort of carry on decision are not going to go in your favour but if you go down it at least looks like there's a foul and I, and I think I'm right in saying and someone will correct me if I'm wrong but even referees have said to players if you're getting fouled go down 
so that we can give the right decision. So if referees are saying that and players are going down, they're going to go down far too easily. And then you get all this play action. You get get knockout against Cassetti in the uh, 2013... What what a sad state of affairs we're in if that's that's actually happening. What a sad state of affairs our game is in. This is the quote, and he said this on Talk Sport, so I I guess this would be his his show that he's on. Uh, Watford striker Deeney says coaches tell their players to go down if they feel a touch and claims officials are the real problem as they leave players with no other choice but to exaggerate contact on the pitch. Uh, And this is what he said. He said, you're told to go down. Managers tell you refs will tell you i'll probably get in trouble for this but oh well if i get smashed and i don't go down it's like oh play on you're a big guy you can look after yourself but if you do go down it's like oh it's blatantly obvious so i can give that now so that's that's what he's saying that's his quote that's what he said i remember cabaselli at um, bournemouth maybe when we were in the premier league two three seasons ago he got nudged off the ball and he went down like um a, a wet piece of ham mm. he just Laid on the floor, <laughs> just lifeless. Wonderful image. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's what came to mind. So I said, <laughs> "It's it. a great um, image." He, he just, he just, um, he, he, he laid there, and the game continued, and Bournemouth scored from it. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but he got absolutely, he got pelters from Watford fans going, "Why were you laying down? You know, why did oh, you do that?" Wasn't this when, then when who you went hit, to pick him up? Was it Chalabar? Who went and picked him up? Bournemouth. Yeah, someone yeah, went and told him, him off for doing it. Some, what are you doing? It. Yeah, 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 oh, it was Capu. Capu went and told him. He said, "What Kapoor, are you?" Doing? Yeah, but then you hear that, you hear that statement, and you mm. think, "Well, well, I'm confused. I mean, I don't, I'm not in the industry in the sense of being a professional footballer. But what would I do if someone give me a little, you know?" Would I go? If I'm told to by my by my managers and my peers, well, you know, and if the, the officials are saying well, it as well, yeah, you know, you might as well do it. Exactly. But... What 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 do you do? You can't really blame the players and that. And we were all talking about diving and and what's ruining the game, and everyone's calling everyone else out. You know, mm-hmm. even that horrible little bloke knockout. Yeah. Um, but if that's the information that's being fed down and drip fed into into clubs and so forth, then my God, it's, we're in a bad... But it explains a we're lot, in a bad way. It? it explains a lot. Yeah, it explains we, why players are going down now, easily and, you know, because they're tight I, I, um Just, just to, to sort of refresh, Chris, I, I picked that question because I didn't think it would create much of a debate, but... Um, there you go. Sorry about that. So... <laughs> Yeah, we've we've still got we've still got in my mind the the, the worst question of them all, but we'll, we'll probably spend about two minutes on that. That'd be it. Right, this is um this is more of a a, a tactical um kind of look at things. But uh, Peter Johnson says on the left, Messina seems to be getting back to form, but Ken Semmer has lost his edge. What other options do we have there? Uh, Zinkanako, Pedro, or wonder what Saar might do cutting in from the left. I've, I've got an opinion on this. Go on. I will share with you. Um, for me, Ken Semmer has done very well this season. Ken, uh, and I think we touched on this very recently, Justin, he's not ever really cut it in <clears throat> the Premier League when he was with us. He's not really no. gone above and beyond. And I think he's a very good championship player, but dare I say it, and I'll be criticised for this because... I'm sure he's going to be on people's um, player of the season list at the end of it. Yeah. But I just don't think he's the real deal. And I know I'm going to get shot for that. So for me, very quickly answering that is Zinkanako is a good replacement because I think he's got both feet. Um, I'd like to see Hungbo. Yeah. On the left. Yeah. I think I think the boy's got real talent. I think he's full of pace. Um, he frightens people. I, at this stage of the season, I mean, dare I say, let if you ask me a question, right, or give me a scenario, 
Uh, Ken Semmers out against Luton. Um, Zinconarkel is 50% fit, but we can put him on the bench. What are we going to do about the left-hand side? I would say to you, Freddie Boyle, let him have a crack at him. Another... He'll, he'll, he'll terrorise him. There is another option, perhaps, which is to put Kiko at the left and then Gakia in behind Saar, which I think is how we started the season, didn't we? So it was Kiko yeah, we at did. the back. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't look most comfortable behind him. But again, look, you know, if you're talking about players and, and adaptability, absolutely. I think, I think I look, it, again, going, cutting through, I think we've got a lot of options in a lot of areas in that squad this season. I think next season will be the real test of, of what options and, and what quality we've got throughout the squad because it's a, it's a different scenario. But this season, certainly, I think, I think there's plenty of options there to to cover on the left and and look let me give Ken a bit of credit he's done well oh he? absolutely he I mean, well. at the six month part or certainly when Andy Collins was saying can you name your favourite player and you and I were scratching our heads going um I think Semmer was the name that came to mind for me as being the sort of yeah, the standout yeah. Uh, yeah. in the, the dreary days of sideways passing and not very many goals. He was one of the shining lights that actually gave a bit of hope. So, yeah, I mean, this season he's been a completely different player. I didn't think much of him in the Prem, but, you know, maybe under this manager, he might be, you know, a different player in the Prem. We don't know. We don't know. It's It remains yeah. to be seen. There's uh, There's a lot. That's going to change, I think, if we do get promoted. It's oh man, it's just you just reminded me now that promotion means VAR. <laughs> you just reminded me now that it means VAR, and that was just something yeah. that didn't work for us while we were. No, it does well. It did. It didn't. It was there, and it never worked. I mean, we might again. I, I think I said this recently. I, I think we got relegated because of VAR. I generally do. I think we had three points at Spurs away, which were robbed. We got a point, um, and there was a penalty against. Uh, De La Feu against someone. Well, that was, was Spurs so as well, wasn't it? That was Spurs as well. Um, oh, yeah, sorry, it might have been, yeah, yeah. But it was another occasion where there was some incident and then we went up the other end and scored or got a corner, I can't remember, and then the whole thing Burnley. got... Was it Burnley? The whole thing got Burnley. called back about 20... And then it was we like, went back and it was like watching a, it in reverse. penalty. Yeah, it was like watching it yeah, on rewind. penalty, yeah. You know, we're going yeah, back 10 bizarre, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, but yeah just, it's just stuff like that. It's just, I don't need that in my life. You know, watching football is stressful enough. Actually, yeah, with, you I know, don't know anyone that's an advocate for it, though, Carl. I don't know anyone that goes, no, VAR's fantastic. It's been actually, a welcome addition. To be fair, I've ne- yeah, I've never met anyone that's gone, yeah, I love it. It's brilliant. Best thing since sliced bread. No, it's, it's, it's crap. It's not. It's, it's dreadful. Crap. And it's, it's it, not it, Do you know what? No, I, actually, I, I rephrase that, Justin. Um, it's not VAR. It's the people that are governing it and are running it that way. Because mm. it could be... It could be brilliant. There's an argument for having officials be. being ex-players, which I kind of uh, understand to a degree because you've got to be careful though. Then because you've got, ex- let's say, Thierry Henry. Yeah, well, he uh, wouldn't do against... any Arsenal or Tottenham games. He'd be doing Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. And, and I and I, you know, I had that conversation. You know, people that live in, let's say, what in the Watford area don't ever do Watford games. They go up north and do do those games. Yeah, in so theory, yeah, it's manageable, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's manageable. You know, it's big enough. You got to look at. I think. I think it's a. I think it's a good. Yeah. Good idea. Long term. Yeah. Right. Should we do? Um. Should we do this question that I've been saving? Go on. Because we're forty right, minutes in so, here, and I'm I'm wary of going yeah. over our limit again this month. We are going to go over our limit again this month, by the way. So yeah, probably, yeah, probably, no, definitely. So it, it comes from, as I've said, uh, it, it comes from David again, um, and it, it's a point that he's raised that um, bubbles my skin, and and 
bubbles my blood beyond belief. Oh, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. And I'll just go straight in. It's half and half scarves. Why on earth would you want to wear another team's colours around your neck, especially in the home end (laughs) and even being worn by grown adults? People wearing these types of scarves should be refused entry to the ground. They should ban these scarves now. Capital letters. It's for the neutrals, I guess. If you can remember, our club shop even sold them in the FA Cup semi-final that's that's unforgivable that's unforgivable it's got to be for the neutral fan i guess but how many of them are there that are going into watch a big occasion i will i will give you one occasion where a half and half scarf is acceptable and here it is if you are to take your uh your son your daughter your child to their first ever game uh there should be an opportunity where online only you can buy a half and half scarf yeah. to commemorate that occasion because it's their first game, whatever. That that is the only place it's acceptable. Um I've got a thing with goalkeepers um shirts. Yeah, we've discussed know, this about... before, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With Andy Collins actually. It so was Andy, with Andy, Andy Collins. Yeah. About this. Andy Andy asked me about um half and half uh sorry, about goalkeepers kits. And I I've got a, a personal opinion about that. And that opinion is that grown adults that wear um goalkeepers shirts or kits generally have something not quite uh acceptable about about their person they should be they should be banned they should be banned from well they should be banned from civilization there is something a bit creepy about it i can't put my finger on it either there's no there's no reason for me to feel that way but there's something a bit why are you wearing a goalkeeper shirt it's full kit why are you yeah well full kit's worse full kit's worse yeah there's something there's something actually full kit is worse than goalkeeper if you're wearing the uh the shirt the shorts and the socks that's worse, oh, in on. my opinion. No, you can't do that. You can't do Why that. not? Why not? So, where where well, are you ever going to wear the whole kit? Right, Come, hang on. Now, now you've dropped me in the shit here. Why? So, You're not um, a full kit s- as they're called, are you? I, I was on... I was on uh, <laughs> oh, no. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm I was on soccer... I was on Soccer AM once. Oh yeah, and it was called the 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 part of Soccer AM was called Full Kit Banker. Oh banker, um, okay, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, yeah. yeah. But, but I I I had to wear the full kit. So, so you were I've doing this to, do to set yourself up in some way. You weren't doing this as a serious statement, were you? No, I would never do. No, so we're all right then. Wear, we're I cool. Mean, it's like people, any 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 young guys that are listening to this. If you turn up to your five aside game, right, and you've got a player on the other opposition, and they turn up in bright orange boots, the full kit, you're expecting them to be mustered. You know, you're expecting them to yeah, be yeah, like yeah, yeah. out of this world, and then they're they're always rubbish. They, <laughs> none of them can play. Right. But what we're talking about here, we're talking about something something far deeper, like scar tissues kind of stuff, like. Where people are people are buying other teams. Oh, you're on about the half and half thing again now. Yeah, emerging, emerging yeah, them with no, your just... colours and wearing them proudly hmm. outside the stadiums or, or wherever. It is. I mean, they may as well just. They may as well wear pornographic kind of. <laughs> well, for, it's just football's a tribal thing, right? So you, you know your colours to the mast when you become a fan, and you know there will be photos of you when you were six or seven and wearing the kit at the time, photos of you now, whenever. So it's a tribal thing. They're your colours. That's your team. To start mixing that with somebody else's, you cannot be a full proper fan, I would say. You've got to be a chancer. I'd say you're a couch fan. 
one of these people that sits on the settee has got a Sky subscription. No, I never attended claims a match, to be, never, never Claims to, a to be a football fan. Claims to be a football yeah, fan. Yeah, that must be. Because it's just such a strange idea. I can't even think of a, a sort of the sick mind that comes up with this. Is, oh, they'll well, buy yeah, it. They'll I know, buy that. They'll catch on. I know, we're not, I know we're not allowed to say it anymore because we, we can't offend people. But you know when you're at school, like years ago, like yeah. so I, I'm from, I was born in 82, just to put it in perspective, yeah? yeah. So, so when you were a kid at school, um, you always around your school you was, always used to have the weirdo you know that you always used to wear or <laughs> right. pussy, no pussy names. shopping trolley no names yeah no okay. names no names because <laughs> i can think of who i'm thinking of I, I never knew his name <laughs> yeah. but he 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 used to put, push a shopping trolley around and used to wear probably a woman's dress and some denim jeans or <laughs> or something like that you know mad hair and, and, and craziness and he was always known affectionately affectionately as the weirdo right because at, at that time, you were allowed to call people by by a name. You know, yeah, you were allowed okay. to judge people. Yeah. Oh, he's the weirdo. He's just like a weirdo. Everyone got on and, and ignored him. <laughs> Nowadays, that weird that that has now evolved into the weirdo who used to push the shopping trolley around wearing skirts and and dresses into buying half and half scarves <laughs> at football matches. So that's what's happened. So the weirdo has now evolved <laughs> uh, into brilliant. getting going around to football grounds around the UK, around yeah. the world probably, yeah. and and buying half and half merchandise. And I'm not that's... just saying scarves, there's shirts, there's all the other things. Yeah. So basically, guys, ladies and gents, boys and girls, when you see the man wearing, or the boy, or, or whoever it is, wearing the half and half scarf, <laughs> that is what I grew up to know as the weirdo. <laughs> Okay. Brilliant. Absolutely uh, you're brilliant. Nice. I rest my case. Your case, yeah. I think you've proven it, mate, to be fair. I don't think there's any... Uh, the defence rests. Yeah. Defence rests. <laughs> I'm glad I've got that off my chest, though. Well done. I feel better for that. Thanks, uh, David uh, Lavender, for that, because it, it really is a, a thing close to my to my heart. And uh, when we went to... Um, in fact, I think David might have been there, but we went to Old Trafford recently. Maybe not last season, the season before, but... And the half and half retailers outside Old Trafford is horrendous. It is it's abysmal, mate. And all they're doing is they're they're entrapping all these football fans from foreign countries because the English game is this beautiful, wonderful they're, they're, thing. That's see they're, now, it, now it's, Carl, it's you, entrapment. That's the it's target. It's, that's the target market, mate. Yeah, it's not, and I know it's not weirdos. But that's why I want, and we've got people that are listening in South, we've got people listening in South Africa. I just want to define this, yeah? If you buy it, and you buy it generally thinking it's the right thing to do, you're not a weirdo, it's fine, it's okay. If you're buying it knowing <laughs> what it is, yeah. then you're a weirdo. Yeah, I think right? it's for the tourists. If you buy it out of mistake, yeah. the tourists, and yeah. we've got we've got people, if as I, I learned today, Carl, listening in South you, Africa. Yes, well, yeah, actually, who was it in South Africa that wants us to say hello to him? Because he wants to connect with other South African fans. By the way, uh, we've been having a look at our stats over the past couple of days. Hello if you're listening in Papua New Guinea. Um, and we know people are because we've seen the stats. Hello if you're listening in Indonesia. Um, and hello if you're listening in, um, what was it? Oh, Myanmar. We've got one listener there. So, yes, uh, who was the South African guy that wanted to connect? While you're looking for that, I have a punter's question uh, from Robert Horn. What is the likelihood of Deeney still being with us next season? Based on all his injury problems of the last 18 months, could he retire? In my opinion, what, you're saying no to him retiring? Or no, he won't be with no, he, us? He won't, he won't be here next season. No, he won't. He won't be. Well, if he is, it'll be as a 
coach or something, but no, I can't see him playing for us again. The South African that would like to connect is called Barry Baetu, B-A-E-T-U. He said, I'm based in Johannesburg, South Africa, and would like to find more fans in Africa, so I'd welcome a mention. There you go, Barry. Barry. We've given you a mention. Barry, Barry. Well, Joburg, um, lovely part of the world. That's... um, I've never been. Yeah, no half... no half and half scarfs down there, mate. No, please. no. Full what? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of Manchester United fans down there, so don't get caught out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, if, if there are any um, if there are any Watford fans in the South Africa, it's a big country, by the way. But in that, especially Joburg. But if there are anyone down there, listen, reach out, connect to Barry. We can put you in touch. Connect to us on uh, our channels or whatever, yeah. and we'll we'll put you in touch. Absolutely, that'd be amazing. Yeah. As long as we get an invite maybe for a barbecue one year. Yeah. All expenses paid as well. That'd be great. Flights. Not a big fan of snakes. Though. No, there's I, a lot of snakes God, down there. I hate there, snakes. So. I'm, I'm petrified yeah, of snakes. Yeah. No. Put me in the seat. I'll, I'll, I'll have a shark. I don't mind that. But leave, leave the snakes well alone. Not, in, not is, into that. This is going wildly off topic. But have you seen Kings of Pain on, uh, I think it's on Now TV. So it's on, it's on one of the Sky channels, I think. Or it might be on no, Amazon so they Prime. Get, they get bitten by They stuff. have these two guys that go out and both of them find animals to sting or bite them oh i saw the guy with a massive wasp yes that one yes so they yeah, get all these different things yeah and... what's up with them we've... well the worst right, one you're talking about weirdos they wear half and half shirts and scarves <laughs> people like that well, what's the, up with the you? worst one is a python bite which takes them days to recover from and scars them for life it is absolutely There's, horrible um, to watch and uh i i my boss used to be uh well, my old boss was south african and she was telling me when she was younger uh, where she lived, uh, near, I think it was near Joburg actually, but they had a snake called a black mamba, right. which is allegedly the most poisonous snake on, on the planet. Mm. Um, and they were regularly like, you know, in the summertime, they'd, they'd have to check under their beds and, and so forth for said snake, just to make sure there's nothing there. I couldn't live there. So, as, as if there isn't enough going on in the world, you've got to do that before you go to bed. Yeah, but she tells me of one, one evening where um, she woke up in in the dead of night, window open, and like this thing sort of brushed across her face. And she's like, oh, what was that? And they make a noise. It's like, oh, like, a, like, no. like a, you know, like a real like this is Voldemort no. growl. This is my worst And the thing nightmare. is in the bedroom. It crawled over her face. No you, way. She, are you kidding me? No As if there isn't enough to do in the world. That would, you know, in Australia, you've got to check beyond the toilet before you have a poo. Yeah, I'm, no, not, I'm not going. Interested. No, I'm not going. I'll stay here. I've just got to sit down and do my stuff. I ain't got to worry. <laughs> Everything's cool. I haven't got to check for things going to bite me. Yeah, yeah, no. Tear me balls off. I'm quite happy <laughs> yes. in the United Kingdom, yeah. in, the, in, in the homeland. All I've got to I'm worry about is midges and stuff. Yeah, that's, that'll do me. Yeah, fine. I'll get, I'll get bit <laughs> by midges. Right with midges. Oh, God. Yeah, I can deal with that. I don't mind that, but I ain't got some snake trying to rip me nuts off when no. I'm having a wee. No. Or oh, whatever it is. No, I'm not having that. Hello, my name's Chris Stark. I'm from BBC Radio 1, that Peter Crouch podcast. And you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Right, well, that's the end of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Oh, we've managed to nearly do an hour here. There's going to have to be some edits to I this. Know. There's going to be some edits, yeah. some cuts. Um, so looking forward to the game against them on Stop Saturday. Down. Yeah. Is it 12 o'clock kickoff? 12.30? 12 o'clock, I think. 12.30 kickoff, 12:30. yeah. I oh. just want to say, uh, I just want to say, I know deep down, and I think everyone will, will recognise this. I know we've already done an hour, but um, it's a game that we don't 
probably take as seriously as it means to to a certain age group. And I know there's a certain age group out there that are absolutely buzzing about this game mm. and wish they could be there. My my advice to you is um, go on Hive, spend your ten pounds, watch it and enjoy it and celebrate because I I personally think it's going to be a decent decent day out for the audits yeah. on Saturday. I'll tell you what before we go. I think you wanted me to save this, but I've got to play this guy. There's this Luton fan that was uh, <laughs> celebrating a win. Oh, I've, he was I've kept this. celebrating a win the other day. And uh, who were they playing? I can't remember who they were playing. Um, Wickham. They beat Wickham. Wickham 3-1. Last weekend this was, yeah. Right, so this guy, he's got a mural of when they played Arsenal in the, whatever the League Cup their was League at the time. Was it the their Mil- League Cup victory, yeah. Their was- only trophy, which they like to remind us about, yeah. Was it the Milk Cup? Something like that. 18, the milk cup, late leg, yeah, whatever it was called. Uh, he's actually got a actually, mural, no, yeah, on his wall. Yeah, yeah. and he's sad, got a massive widescreen telly. He's wearing the, the the orange. I guess that's the away kit. I'm not sure. He's holding. No, a, that's the home kit. That's the home that's kit. The home okay, kit. he's holding a. Flag. He's got the goal. He's definitely got the goalkeeper shirt, and also <laughs> probably has a half and half scarf as well. But this is this guy, and I was semi-serious when I said let's get this guy on and talk to him because I just love to know about his love for this team but anyway this this is him Hatches, Hatches, what a great chance let's tell the others that oh. we are the cream Hatches, Hatches, what a great team I'll oh, do leave off. <laughs> we are the cream. Anyway, there he is. He does a uh, high kick at the end. He does Anybody a high. Hasn't seen that? He does like a high jujitsu kick at the end. I think he kills himself. The poor sod. The thing is, he's as passionate about his team as we are about ours. So you know, fair play to him. But you know, I, I, he obviously Still got his weirdo, wife. To, he probably got his wife to film that. Love. I, I want to go on Twitter <laughs> in a bit, right? So what I want to do is sing that song about the, uh, about the team. I'm going to put all my best kit on. And she must have gone. Yeah, I'm going to dress up. She I'm must gonna, have gone. Yeah, no, let's you're go not. in my special room that I've made. Oh, bless you. <laughs> you know, she, bless she must have gone. You're anyway, not doing I've, this. Kept, I've kept that video to one side because I intend to, as I do. Um, for, for those of you who don't know, I, every season I get my sh- my home shirt or the shirt that I buy made up, and I get it printed with uh, we, the W E, and then the number eight, and then loot and underneath. Right. Every season for the last. God knows how many seasons. And I always tweet it to, to Luton Town Football Club at the beginning of every season. Right. So I always get I always get about six months worth of abuse, roughly, right. uh, on, on, uh, you know, depending on, on where they are. Because when they were in the conference, it was obviously good fun. But now it's not quite as much that's fun. Like, in the that's same like, league, a, but... like a superpower picking on a tiny little country. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Us. Oh, no, it is. It's brilliant. But, um, but... I, I've kept that video to one side because um, <laughs> I, I just feel that come Saturday I might need to tweet that to somebody. Um, right. I've also kept the, the the lad at Bournemouth who was laughing at us when uh, he cheated his way to. Oh, you saving was that it as lo- well? Was it lo- yeah, yeah. I've kept that one to one side just just for future reference. More right, than anything, I, but... you're an archivist, are you? Keep things and and, and I use do. Them I, I never forget. Yes, I like, <laughs> like to, an to remind people of. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Well, let's hope we get three points on Saturday. Uh, let's hope we do Absolutely. another one. Um, and oh, just very quickly, have you heard these rumours as well about lining up outside the Grove uh, on one of the... Uh, uh, Roy, so Roy Moore, um, 1881 um, leader, um, did tweet something out the other day that we might do something uh, for the last game of the season against Swansea, which... 
if we're promoted by then, I think was the idea, not if it was sort of settling on the balance. You know, we needed to win the that balance. game to get there. Which, yeah. which, yeah. So, so if it's a case of that we've we've done it, it's just a you know a chilled day. Then absolutely, I think it's a brilliant idea. You know, there's there's plenty of mileage between where the players leave the the, the ground at um, at the Grove, Grove yeah. to Vicarage Road. That's, that's plenty of mileage. That's a long road, that mate. You're going to need a few fans to make that worth your while. Yeah, well, <laughs> all the season ticket holders, all the season ticket holders. Yeah, that'll take you down to else. the Grove bit, and then that'll be it, wouldn't it? You know, big gaps, big gaps. It's, oh, yeah, it's a long gap, way. Well, social distancing, mate. Social distancing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Even with two meters, you know, keep, way, keep it, keep it safe, Justin. We can't all go running back to the pubs left, right, and centre. Oh, I intend to. I'll be there Friday evening and and on Sunday. Yeah, which is worrying yeah. me because I don't want to drink before we speak to Marlon King. So I'm going to have to rain it in. Well, on we got Sunday. yeah, we got Marlon King. Uh, we're recording <laughs> on Sunday with Marlon, so yeah, have uh, to rain it. Who, in who lives in? I believe Tanzania now. It's somewhere in Africa, yeah. I did notice it was yeah, an African. So yeah, so... Uh, Hopefully his Wi-Fi has no better connection than uh, Chris Probably Darkson. better than tonight. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Thank you very much for listening. Up the horns. Uh, we'll be back with you Up soon. Up the horns, guys. Always a pleasure. Come on against them scummers. I'm sure we're going to do it. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.